You're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your host, Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Pooney. Hey, hey, this is Stephen Michael. This is Sonny Pooney. How's it going, Stephen? Hey, Sonny, we made it through the weekend. We made it through the first annual Rockin' Pod Expo. Man, it was a blast, and we both got home safe, so that's good. That's right. No no casualties, man. We made it <laughs> made it to and from Nashville. Uh, Facebook is on fire, man. All kinds of pictures and likes and shares, and Facebook's been on fire the last two or three days. Man, now, so that's awesome. We'll be living. We'll be living that uh, that expo for probably the next uh, several weeks because. Uh, um, the great thing about that expo is that uh, all the podcasts that were there um, were recording while they were there. So you've got um, uh, many, many uh, podcasts that are going to be releasing content from that expo, right? Yeah, and I've already heard some of it. Like the Pods and Sods guys, they released something. It sounded great. Uh, I know Podcast Rock City released it today. I haven't heard it yet. Um, so I've heard a few things already, and it's been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pods and sods, man. Those guys, Eric and Craig, you and I both went on that uh, that episode um, and uh, had a blast talking about our discovery, right? Yeah, we didn't, you know, we didn't see eye to eye on the elder, but I don't see eye to eye on the elder with most people. So, uh, <laughs> well, that's <laughs> Which, okay. Uh, you you and I don't see eye to eye on Carnival Souls either. That's right. That's right. But uh, Eric was a good sport, though. Um, but I think I just found out if I listened right, Craig's a huge Y&T fan, so I need to connect with him. Yeah, I mean those guys—they're quick, like they're really quick-witted, man. They're 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 hilarious at times, man. I mean, I, they've been around for four years, and I've and I've gone back and listened to several of their episodes, and uh, definitely not for kids. Like uh, they 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 let the words fly. Uh, they don't mince words, but. Uh, uh, they had me rolling uh, a few different times, man, and and they're just super quick witted. They were fun to talk to. I really, really enjoyed. In fact, I I told those guys, I told Craig uh, today uh, that we wanted to get them on uh, episode of Grown Up Rock and uh, hear some of their rock and roll stories. Yeah, and they're a little more AOR pop top forty two. They're not all hard rock, uh, but they got some cool interviews. Like I listened to an interview with the. Uh, James J.Y. Young and Pat Torpy, and they're pretty good interviews. So. Yeah, they also did uh, Gary Sharon not too long long ago. Oh, I think I heard that one. That was good too. Yeah. Yeah. So they do do good interviews, and uh, yeah, you're right. They they uh, go back and forth uh, around pop and and rock and and some things, but uh, dig those guys, pods and sods. And uh, hey, um, we'll be releasing um, this episode that we're recording right now, which is going to kind of be our our rock and pod expo recap so you and i are going to kind of just talk about the uh the events of this weekend and some of the fine fine people that we met over the weekend and uh all the fun we had i mean we had loads of fun yeah i enjoyed it a ton like the uh, the night before with the three bands that was fun we met some folks there then uh, I, you know, I got a chance to talk to some celebrities. I know you get a chance to talk to some too, um, and just, I mean, all in all, I would say ninety nine percent. Everybody I met was just so nice. Yeah, I mean, it it really was kind of a, a love fest. I mean, uh, 
Um, it's it was it was amazing for so many reasons. I mean, putting people uh, that have had a podcasting relationship, um, uh, you know, together for the first time in years. Um, you and I now, you and I have been doing a podcast uh, for a very short period of time. Um, you know, a month or two. Um, and this weekend was the first weekend that you and I met face to face, but there are some podcasters that are there that have been doing a podcast for many, many years and haven't met face to face before this weekend. So that, that's amazing. In fact, in fact, your partner is one of them, right? Uh, uh, Joe and Jody have not, uh, had not met face to face until this, uh, weekend, correct? Yeah, that's right. And uh, Joe was on Pods and Sods and said he gave Jody the biggest hug he's ever given a man in his life. <laughs> <laughs> and those guys, right? and those guys have been doing um, Podcast Rock City together now for how long? Five years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, pretty crazy. So I mean that 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 in itself was amazing, and and yeah, that the. the um, the concert Friday night. So you and I and um, folks from Podcast Rock City and the Kiss Room um, and Podkissed, we all went out for barbecue Friday night um, in Nashville, uh, which was awesome. Um, and that's kind of the first place that we all uh, got together and met up uh, before heading over to the uh, club for uh, the Desolation Angels, Denman, and the Tip concert, right? Yeah, BJ was there too, Brian Sword, right? It was a combination of people. Julian Gill, Joe the guys Roy from the, Yeah, just a bunch of... I, was Greg there too, right? Renoff was there? Uh, Renoff was there, yeah. That's yeah. the first, uh, first time I'd met uh, Greg Renoff as well. And um, yeah. it, was, it was the first time that I'd met the majority of people. I mean, I had never met any of those people in some of the podcast I had not even heard before. Like, um, uh, the double stop Brian sword show. Uh, so I went back Well, I subscribed when I met him cause I met him right there and he's a super nice guy. And, um, I subscribed to his podcast while I was standing there. Gotta love technology. Um, and I listened to it Saturday morning when I went for a run Saturday morning, I listened to it for the first time. He had just done an episode with, uh, Steve Thompson, um, uh, who had recorded the Tesla record and a bunch of other stuff. He used to be part of the Thompson Barbario team. Uh, do you remember those guys at all? Yeah, they worked with Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Tons Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of people. Yeah, so he did a really cool interview with him, and um, I started looking at, at his back um, uh, catalog of interviews that he had done, and he's done a lot of super cool people. I'm going to look forward to going back and, and listening to his interviews because, uh, as he said, he basically turns on the mic, asks a couple of open-ended questions, and lets them go. And they just and they just talk for him, so uh, you get a lot of really cool information with the double stop, and and it's primarily hard rock. I mean, it's it's not uh, there's not a whole lot of all over the map. I mean, uh, he throws in a few different people here and there, but a lot of it is is would be considered hard rock. 
Yeah, but he goes from artists to producers to engineers. So he bounces around in the team of the hard rock community, if that makes sense. Um, but I'll tell you that that whole open-ended question thing, the two best interviews I've heard of his was Mark Slaughter's and Paul Gilbert's. Paul Gilbert's, I didn't know anything about Paul Gilbert really until I heard that episode. So, so had you already been uh, listening to Double Stop? Have you already? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I listened to like about forty podcasts. All right, so we're gonna talk a little more about that because I want to share with with some of the listeners, you know, podcasts that we discovered um, that uh, we like, um, and you know, the podcasters that uh, were were at the Rock and Pod Expo because uh, I had not, I didn't know anything about the Double Stop before I met Brian and uh, and started um, going back and listening to some of his podcasts. So he was a new one for me. The Hustle was another new one um, that I really didn't know a whole lot about. And to be honest, I picked an episode because it's not Hard Rock with The Hustle. Um, But the premise is kind of cool, which is where he kind of goes and gets people that maybe were famous at one point in time for a minute, but then kind of not so famous anymore. And so he talks about how they make a living and, you know, just different things like that. The financial impact of, of having money and being famous at one point and then not so much anymore. So it's kind of a cool premise. And I picked an episode that I really, to be honest, I wasn't that excited about, but I wanted to hear it you know, anyway, so I, I picked the latest episode that he had out at the time, which is this one he did with, uh, John Parr, uh, which is the guy that did like St. Elmo's fire and naughty, naughty, you know who that guy is, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So I listened to that one and it, I mean, it kept me entertained. It was, it was entertaining enough that, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't turn it off. I kept listening. So, uh, that's a good sign. Yeah, he's got an interesting concept because, like you said, he talks about – nobody ever talks about, like, hey, are you still getting royalties from that hit? Or did you make any money – did you make enough money to make a living and be okay the rest of your uh, life? And he's – the guy, his name is John. I cannot pronounce his last name. It's like Lamorano, I think. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's something uh, something French. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'd, I'd – I'd butcher it if I if I tried to pronounce yeah. it, but it's uh, Lamoro. Yeah, but well spoken. Sorry, sorry guy. John. Yeah, yeah, well spoken guy. Um, you're the one who turned me on to this, so I went back and uh, I haven't listened to John uh, John Parr one, but I listened to Lee Greenwood of all people, uh-huh. and that was a good one. I listened to Hirsch Gardner because that was the guy that was with Vinnie Vincent when Vinnie Vincent was coming up into rock. Okay. Uh, and, Hirsch had some interesting things to say about Vinny. And then I listened to the uh, Wable one because uh, I'm a Tubes fan. Yeah, right and, on. Uh, that was a really interesting one, too. So he's got an interesting uh, idea. It's a, And he's direct with his questions, man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, he gets, to the, he gets straight to the point, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So, uh, so who, who did you meet this weekend, um, of all the podcasting folks that really, uh, really stick stuck out in your mind? Um, well, I, I'm going to start where I think, uh, every, uh, everything started with, and that's Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. 
at Decibel Geek. Uh, Chris did an unbelievable job, uh, really basically solo. I know BJ helped him a little bit, and I know Aaron kept the podcast going while Chris was doing all this stuff. Um, But the guy, I can only imagine the stress level. Uh, I've never been a party planner because I don't got that kind of uh, patience. And this is like, you know, this is just like setting up a wedding or a major party where people are coming from all over the place. And um, just the nicest guy, like so soft-spoken. He must have been so stressed on the inside but did not show it for one second as he was talking to you. He was too Um, tired. (laughs) Yeah, well, and maybe that's what it is, but uh, I was just really impressed with the guy, and uh, he did a great job. And, you know, I've been listening. Decibel Geek was one of the first podcasts I started listening to. And, of course, both of us have done an episode with him, uh, which was really fun with them. Um, So I was really impressed with those guys. Yeah, so ground zero for sure, I think for, well, for me for sure, I think for you as well, is definitely the Decibel Geek uh, podcast. Uh, they were one of the first uh, podcasts that I downloaded and started listening to. And, and uh, one of the things that drawed me in about Chris and Aaron is just kind of the everyday, every Joe kind of feel that their show has. So I could identify with them because they were sort of like me in the fact that it was just everyday music fans, you know. Uh, and they and they happen to like hard rock and heavy metal, which is right up my alley. Um, and then I met them, um, and I I drove I went to Nashville to record my episode with them because Nashville's not real far for me. Uh, so I went to Nashville to record my episode, and and uh, the way those guys treated me and my wife was crazy, unbelievably nice, uh, both of them. Uh, they both welcomed welcomed us into their homes and and fed us and just um, are really really personable people. Uh, that's the first thing, um, and it's not just Aaron and uh, Chris, but it's their families as well. Uh, and that's the first thing. And then the second thing is is um, yeah, Chris um, definitely. Um, got this thing done without Chris, this thing doesn't happen. Period. End of story. Um, he went out of his way above and beyond, uh, to create an amazing event, um, uh, for all of us. So, I mean, I can't say enough about those guys. Um, uh, just incredible, incredible people. And, and, uh, I'm happy to be part of any community those guys are part of. Uh, so that's the first thing. And they inspired us. Uh, they inspired me to, um, uh, you know, take a shot at podcasting and, and uh, have helped me along the way. So uh, I appreciate everything those guys have done for sure. And I know they've inspired a few other podcasts along the way as well. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we both write for them. Um and, uh, you know, I don't consider myself a writer, right? But uh, they allow me an avenue to share my opinion about, really, I get to choose the bands I want to talk about, too, which is awesome. I've listened to some newer ones, too. Um, yeah, but those guys are awesome, no doubt. Yeah, and I mean, some of just 
you know, a couple of the podcasts that they've inspired is, is obviously our friends, uh, to the North, the Canadian geeks. Um, uh, what, what is it? CGCM podcast. I can it's never see it's CGWBCM. <laughs> it's rich and Wally. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Meister and Gator. Basically. It's, exactly. <laughs> Those guys just need to call it the beer drinking podcast or whatever. <laughs> those guys are hilarious. Love those guys, Rich and Wally. Um, and then uh, Cobras and Fire, uh, Luce and, and Baco. Um, I I ran into them for the first time uh, while I was in the uh, hotel gym uh, working out. Both those guys were in there, and uh, I hadn't met them before, and, and I recognized uh, Baco from some of his pictures. And I was like, Baco. And he's like, Hey, <laughs> and I said, <laughs> you know, I introduced myself and he goes, Oh yeah. Hey, how's it going? And, and pointed up on the, on the uh, treadmill and said, this is loose. <laughs> and I said, Oh wow. Hey, how's it going? And, uh, so those guys, uh, their podcast is interesting to say the least. But let me just tell you, they make me laugh uh, sometimes. And sometimes they're crude and sometimes they're definitely rude. But uh, they have me rolling a few different times. And I don't see eye to eye with them on everything music. I mean, there, there, there's a few things that, uh, that we definitely don't see eye to eye on music-wise. But... Uh, um, you know, there's probably plenty that we do see eye to eye, but, uh, I enjoyed, uh, talking to those guys this weekend and I had to share a little table space with them, um, uh, while I was, uh, recording, uh, uh, some of the interviews that I was doing and they were, uh, super cool about it. So, yeah. So, uh, I got a little special bond with those guys and it's, it's through with some interesting channels. So first of all, they got the coolest logo. I love their logo. Their new logo is, I think, is one of the best podcasting logos we got. So that's awesome. Um, so <laughs> they said on an episode, and I don't remember what episode it was, they actually called me out because I had donated to a bunch of podcasts, but I didn't donate to those guys because they were a little crazy for me. And I didn't know if uh, I could hang with those guys. Um, so, you know, they they put a podcast up that said that. So I, you know, I pinged them back and said, you know what, sorry about that, but you know, I'm not a elder lover and I really know Baco is, so I didn't want to create any problems with not being an elder lover. <laughs> um, so just in jest, right? So my profile picture on Facebook is a picture of my beautiful wife and I for Christmas pictures. And one of the things that the professional photographer made us do was like create a heart with our two hands right? Just yeah. to yeah, I know create unity, yep. right? Well, I'm at the, I'm at the Nashville rockin' pod and, uh, Baco comes up to me and goes, Hey, can you take a picture of us real quick? And I'm like, Oh sure. Because you know, they need somebody to take a picture of them at their table. I think I was they standing hug- right next to you. Yeah. yeah. They hug each other and make the little heart. <laughs> so, you know, in the good sport that I am, I took a picture. They posted it, posted it on my timeline. <laughs> that picture has got so many hits, dude. That's <laughs> All awesome. in fun, though. All in fun. The guys are just good guys. They're hilarious, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those guys for sure make me laugh. Yep. And what's crazy is, like, we don't know each other. We're like, we're not friends. 
yeah. you know, we don't, and they just, you know, they are who they are and, uh, you know, they take some risks. Yeah. So. And they consider themselves, uh, the bastard, uh, child of, uh, the decibel geek podcast. I think that's what they call themselves. Even I would deem that accurate. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then there's, and then there's the, the kiss podcast that were, um, present at this. So obviously, um, uh, podcast rock city, I have a, a special relationship with since you're the co-host over there and the co-host here. And then I live in the same city as Joe and me and Joe have had, um, some play dates along the way. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have some more and, uh, he and I get along and, and, um, uh, his lovely, uh, girlfriend, uh, is super, super sweet and she is very cool as well. So, uh, we like those folks. They're just good folks. Uh, and I met Jody have not, uh, this weekend along with, uh, his better half, uh, the lovely and talented Miss Amber Bits. Um, and they were super cool as well. Um, so that's probably, uh, my special relationship to podcast rock city, but then you had, um, the pod kissed and the kissed room with the world famous Matt Porter. <laughs> that guy is crazy. He was everywhere, yeah. right? No matter where we were, somehow Matt Porter was there. Where's Matt Porter? And he told He's me, everywhere. <laughs> and he told me the story about where's Matt Porter. And for the life of me, I can't remember the whole story because my wife asked me, what's the story with where's Matt Porter? And I said, damn, he told me, but I just can't remember. Yeah, I, I didn't get the story. I don't, I don't know what the story is. All right. It's, it's something fairly simple, though. It's not. Yeah. There's no real complex story. But Matt Porter, come on, Grown Up Rock. Give us your Grown Up Rock story and tell us um, the secret uh, behind where's Matt Porter. So let me tell you something about Matt Porter. So we're at the barbecue place on Friday, right? And, you know, I think all of us have been in a situation where you're somewhere, you're waiting for people that you know, but there's you're going to be in a group of people that most of the people you don't know yet. Mm -hmm. And so I get there a little bit earlier than everybody, and there isn't anybody that I know or recognize, and I'm not a guy who kind of trolls around at Facebook and tries to get people's pictures and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't, I'd rather just meet them like I meet them, right? You're not a stalker? Well, yeah, I'm not a stalker. So uh, Joe wasn't there yet, and I knew what Joe looked like, and I knew what Karen looked like, but they weren't there yet. So I called Joe, or oh, he texts me, and he goes, yeah, I'm running a few minutes late. Just uh, go go around table to table and ask them if they're podcasters. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> right? He's nuts. So I see a group of people walk in, and I recognize Matt Porter from some of the pictures that uh, you know he's put out. And I went up, and he goes, Sonny Pooney, Podcast Rock City. And immediately, I felt like I was part of the group. Did he like hug you? Seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it was seconds. And it, all of a sudden, I knew Julian Gill and Ken Mills. And I mean, he introduced me to everybody. Yep. And it was the, and, and I had the same experience as well. Um, so he did, I don't think he knew growing up rock just simply because um, it's, it, we're the new kids on the block, right? Uh, so we haven't been around that long. But when I came up to him, he knew me. He knew Steve and Michael. And he gave me a big old hug. 
Um, because I, I think I walked up and said, Matt Porter. And he goes, Stephen Michael. Because we're all friends on Facebook. I mean, this community is all all uh, intertwined on Facebook. And, and we've friended each other. And we share things uh, back and forth. And so um, uh, that's kind of where that community comes from. But I, I had a very similar experience with him. Yeah, really good people. And then uh, let's talk about Ken Mills real quick. So Ken Mills was representing four different podcasts. So he's on Podcast. He's on Zilch, which is a monkey's podcast. And I'm a very, very – I used to love the TV show, but I haven't heard the podcast. Um, and I like actually some of their music. Uh, cheap Talk Trick Chat, which is a cheap, cheap trick uh, podcast. And I'm a very, very casual Cheap Trick fan. Like, I really only know the hits. And then there's a podcast called Pop uh, that he does uh, with uh, this really, really nice lady, Courtney Cronin-Dold, which, who's a comedian, which we talked to her for a while, and uh, she was awesome. I've never really checked out Pop, but I'm going to now. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of both Ken Mills and Courtney, so I definitely need to check that out. But uh, Ken was definitely like the podcast celebrity you know he's kind of called the pod father and you could tell why um he by had the way, entourage oh yeah yeah and i don't know if you noticed i don't know if you were there for some of the music but he can play a mean bass guitar too yeah i actually missed that part uh the jam session because we we kind of went back to the hotel and got freshened up at that point because it was the end of a long long day but um uh, I did see some of the video of him playing bass and, and, uh, Hey, that, that dude is multi-talented and super, super respected. I mean, he's, I think he's, uh, given a lot of people, um, help and breaks, um, in the podcast community. And I know, I know Joe is, is one of those folks. Um, Joe told me the story about, um, his interaction with Ken Mills and podcast rock city. So. Yeah, no, uh, and the guy was just so nice, and, um, you know, and, and people he doesn't know, right? And uh, you would think that uh, the, the, the thing that's cool about the podcast community is you would think that we would be in competition for fans, and reality is in podcasting, if the fans don't really listen to a lot of podcasts, we're all actually a community. We'd rather have you listen to all of them, mm -hmm. right? Because... Uh, you know, do we cross over sometimes into topics? Yeah, but we don't always look at the topics the same way. Like Never. some of these guys talk about the elder and they love the elder. There's no way you're really going to get that from us. Like there's a couple of songs we like on the elder, but you're not going to get a bunch of elder love from us. I mean, that's that's really the thing with music. Um, you're never... Even if we interview the same people, even if we have similar topics, which we don't, I mean, we do, but we also got a lot of different topics, but you're, you're going to get a different show based on who's doing it because we all have different opinions. I mean, music is so widely opinionated. So, um, the interview that I do with um, Mark Sauter is not going to be the same interview that, that Chris does, uh, at decibel geek or whoever, or podcast rock city. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to you guys interview Mark Sauter, but you guys interviewed, uh, Mark Sauter at the, uh, at the expo. Um, so, you know, it's just going to be different viewpoints and, and, 
Um, if, if you don't listen to our podcast, then go find a podcast that, that interests you, uh, because I guarantee it's out there. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing that, that was what was great about this, this, um, uh, rock and pod expo is hopefully, um, we made the podcast community a little bit more visible to the average person that maybe wasn't familiar with a podcast, uh, before this expo. Yeah. And, you know, for us, I think we kind of take it for granted that listening to a podcast is so easy. I've got friends that don't know the first thing about listening to a podcast. Like I had to talk them through iTunes, hit the little podcast button, go to search like the And I would say uh, only maybe 15 to 20% of my friends actually listen to actual podcasts. They don't even know what's out there. Yeah. I mean, the same with me. I mean, the same with me. Um, that's why I think it's such a, uh, such a, you know, so much of an important thing that we're out there and we're promoting it because, um, you know, there's just, there's a very small percentage of people that listen to podcasts, I think. I I agree with you. I think there's less people listening to the radio, but, uh, you know, that's, that's a topic for another time. Um, the other kiss podcast I was there was kiss FAQ, uh, Julian Gill, Lonnie, Ken, and Mark Anthony K. Um, really super duper kiss geeks i mean you want to talk about it. you think podcast rock city are kiss geeks oh my god these guys own everything they know everything about everything they know when something gets released they were the first ones that knew my gene simmons uh concert got canceled um before i didn't really hear it till like four days later um i don't even know how to get some of the information um, enough to but, write a book. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Julian Hill's yeah. writing yep. Kiss books. So, uh, and if you go to the FA uh, Kiss FAQ website, they've got uh, message boards on there. Oh my God, there's so many topics, pages and pages and pages of different Kiss topics that you could get involved with. Um, so, big Kiss fans, uh, if you're a Kiss fan, and you don't listen to Kiss FAQ, you're probably missing out a little bit. Yeah, and I didn't have much interaction with uh, with Lonnie or Ken Keenan, but I did have some interaction with Julian and uh, Mark Anthony Kay, and and they couldn't have been nicer. I mean, they were they were super cool. Uh, all the interactions I had with both those guys, it was a pleasure meeting those guys. Um, let's talk about BJ for a minute. What'd you think about BJ, man? That guy is laid back. BJ Kahuna, BJ Cramp, um, man, you know. He he definitely was not what I was expecting when I saw him for the first time. He just looks like an average Joe. He's a little bit tall, um, but definitely laid back. Um, definitely a passionate dude. That dude is passionate about music. Uh, and he's, man, he knows a lot about music. And he knows a lot about all kinds of music. Like, that guy's trip. Um uh- that guy's trip to Nashville was like stopping at all the vinyl record stores along the way, uh, and picking up vinyl. Uh, he picked up like a half a crate worth of vinyl, uh, on his trip to Nashville. Uh, he posted a picture of it. So it's, it's crazy. And that's, that's BJ from the rock and or roll podcast. Uh, for those of you that don't know who we're talking about. And some really, he plays some deep cuts, some obscure stuff I've never heard of. Super obscure. Um, 
he's got this really cool uh, no shame idea where he play where he brings on guests, and we did actually no shame eight. Uh, the two of us did it with them. We had a great time. Uh, it's a really cool idea, and it, and it brings different music to the table. Um, didn't like he did like a Al Green episode or something like that, wasn't it? Like he, it was some like obscure person. He's done all kinds of crazy things. Even even the stuff that that you think might not be obscure is obscure. Like he did this Kiss connection uh, for Christmas in July, and some of the stuff he was playing, I was like, what? What does this have to do with Kiss? Because <laughs> it was like, you know, freaking old stuff. Like, it wasn't even Kiss. It was like, I don't know, I'll let him explain it. He played like four different versions of Wicked Lester or something like that. Crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, but really, really cool guy and easy guy to talk to. Super. And uh, I think him and Brian Stewart must be really, really good friends. Um. Because they hung out a lot together, and they seemed to really hit it off, too. So I know they were all rooming together. I know that, that um, uh, BJ and uh, Joe Royland and Brian and um, uh, Hennick uh, all had uh, a, um, uh Airbnb or something. Yeah. Um, our buddies at Ages of Rock were there. Yep. Alan and Dennis. And, uh, and Bill. Did you see they were uh, wearing uh, matching polos? Yeah, yeah, the the ages of rock guys. Got it. Got to love them. <laughs> they got some really cool interviews. I mean, they were busy the whole time. They were really trying to get a lot of content. They are ages of rock is like the um, they're the corporate podcasters. <laughs> they all come dressed in their polos and everything, but I like those guys a lot. They're fun to talk to. Uh, and they're, they're just, you know, they're three actual friends that actually know each other, right? That actually, uh, a couple of them, I think, grew up together. Um, I think all three of them did, didn't they? Uh, no, I think they met Alan later. I think Bill and Dennis go way back, and they met Alan later, but I'm not positive on that. Okay. One of them came in later. And and I know that, um, uh, so, and we, we won't cover it in this episode, but... Um, you know, one of the things we say at Grown Up Rock is everybody's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours, right? So um, Bill uh, Algy shared uh, a story through the website uh, with us, and we are going to follow that. Um, and we're going to read that on uh, a coming up episode and kind of talk about uh, his rock and roll story that he shared uh, which which I think involved Kiss. Go figure. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Doesn't the whole world revolve around Kiss? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. I got a couple of... Uh, I, I, we're starting to get stories coming through the website. So, um, uh, you know, uh, Bill shared his story uh, from Ages of Rock. We also got a... Um, uh, a listener that had contacted and reached out to you. Um, and then we got another one uh, through the website from a guy that we met, or I met him at the uh, Rock and Pod Expo. And then he went on to the website and um, uh, left a... Um, left a, uh, a nice story on there for us. And, and uh, there's one main thing that we're going to talk about um in that guy's story, but he, he threw in like 
four or five other antidotes that I was like, okay, I would like to hear more about this, please. So <laughs> we're going to talk to him for sure uh, at some point. Uh, so it's cool. That's what this yeah. is about. That's really cool. And but I know we want to talk about some of the celebrities, but before we talk about them, um, there was one podcast that had a table and two that didn't, and all three of them are fairly new classic rock drops which is mike williams and tuck watts um they've only got actually two episodes out there nicest guys mm-hmm. um they, they're they're kind of podcasts around classic artists that are actually releasing new music and trying to rope their old music to new music which is pretty cool uh digital killed uh the uh the did you radio yeah, digital killed the radio star yep. uh david, david and chris Hansen. were both there they didn't have a table but they were just visitors and uh their thing is they'll talk about anything from Johnny Cash to Megadeth, and uh, they got all kinds of episodes out there. Um, everything from uh, Brian Fallon, who's a singer out there in uh, kind of the alternative rock community, to uh, there's a really cool episode about Black Crows and a couple other ones. Yep. And then the guys I hung out with the most besides you was uh, Steve Wright and BC from Potter Than Hell. And they're just starting up. They've got about, I think, 11 or 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, They've done a Van Halen debate. Uh, they've done a, a Kiss one. They've done a Maiden one. Uh, they've done a Metallica one. So they're really classic rock guys. So really cool guys that we met. And uh, they're just starting up kind of like us. Yep. And they call on Sonny quite often to come over there and co-host. In fact, I got my eyes on them. I'm making sure they don't try and steal you, Sonny. Just, uh, no, they won't steal me, I promise. I, I just, I happened to notice, and, and maybe let's call it a Freudian slip, but I happened to notice in a post by Potter Than Hell, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and call them out here because, you know, I love those guys, but I'm going to call them out on, on air here. I happened to notice a Freudian slip in one of their posts where they said, our co-host, Sonny Pooney. Oh, oh, did they? I haven't seen that yet. 100%. I should have pinned that freaking post. <laughs> And I was like, what you mother, what the fuck? No. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so uh, I, th- I no, think they're good guys. They are super guys, super cool guys. I like, I like Steve and VC both. Uh, we had uh, some, some great conversations at the, at the rock and pop this uh, weekend. And, um, uh, Steve, uh, hits me up every once in a while and we, uh, shoot the shit, but yeah, I like both those guys. They're, they're fun for sure. And they like cool music. Steve was wearing a Saxon shirt. I got to respect that. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the celebrities we met. You interviewed Rick rule, right? Dude, I sure did. Rick rule from every mother's nightmare and, uh, a country or, um, backwoods, um, good old Southern boy. You will never meet. Um, better his accent's awesome oh man (laughs) i'll tell you what rick is fun rick is is just a good old boy man he's all about rock and roll so uh yeah he and i had a great conversation uh and i should mention that um uh we're going to release um right after we release this episode we're going to release the episode with um the three interviews that i did at the rock and pod expo for grown-up rock uh so i interviewed rick rule from every mother's nightmare um chris green who is the guitar player for taketo 
and played on the new Reach record, which is a fantastic record if you haven't checked out. Um, and then um, Patrick Stone, who is from a newer Hollywood band called Butterside. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to meet Chris or Patrick. Nice guys, I'm assuming. Chris is super cool. He lives here in Atlanta, um, and he and I shot the shit a little bit. And he's he's played with a lot of people. Like he was he was in some jam bands with the Nelson Brothers and and Mark Slaughter and Kip Winger. So he knew a lot of those dudes that were at the expo um, that uh, that weekend as well. But he knows a lot of people. He's played with a lot of people. Um, he recorded his own EP and put that out, which is sort of a shredder EP, right? Uh, of his guitar playing. Uh, and he has an interesting story and, and I'll just, I'll let the interview tell it, but he's got a few interesting stories, but, uh, I reached out to him, you know, cause I told him, Hey, I'll reach out to you on Facebook so I can get you all the information once I get these episodes edited and released. And uh, he goes, all right, cool. He's he's from the UK, so he's an English guy, right? He's got a heavy English accent. And uh, uh, so I'm not going to even try to imitate that because it would be shitty of me to do that. I'm terrible <laughs> at that stuff. But um, So I reached out to him on Facebook, and it gives you one of those, um, uh, you can't, you can't request a friend with this dude because he's over his limit of friends or whatever. I've gotten it before. Yeah. Uh, so I messaged him and I said, I said, dude, what's up? What'd you give me your 1-800 number for? <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, I tried to friend you on Facebook and, and um, it's telling me that, that I can't be your friend, uh, which is fine. I still love you. I'll still be your friend. That's exactly what I said to him. And I let that fly and, and he, he answered me back about five or 10 minutes later. And he's like laughing, laughing out loud. He goes, <laughs> he goes, my bad, I'll friend you. And, uh, you know, about five seconds later, he sent me a friend request. Uh, so we, we hooked up and, um, I'm going to try to get him on growing up rock at a later time and, and do like a full on interview because, you know, rock and pod was a, was a whirlwind, right? So it's move them in, move them out. We did, you know, 15 or 20 minutes with each, with each guy, and there's a lot of background noise. So uh, the interview is fine, but the audio is not 100%. So uh, we're going to try and get him in the studio and, and really kind of dig into his story because, like I said, he's got some some interesting tidbits that are fun to share. That's cool. That's cool. Now, Gunnar Nelson was there. I didn't talk to him. Did you get a chance to talk to him? Hey, everybody. You're listening to Gunnar Nelson and Growing Up Rock. Don't you touch that dial. Let's talk. 
I talked to Gunner really, really briefly. So um, I approached Gunner and asked him if he would do his show bump for us, which he he was super polite about and said absolutely. Um, so he did a show bump for Grown Up Rock, which was cool. Um, and I said, you know, can I get a picture for the website? And he said, yeah, absolutely. He said, give me your phone. He said, let me take a selfie. It'll be better than anything anybody else can take. <laughs> That's awesome. And and he wasn't lying. <laughs> he, a, <laughs> he knows what his good side is. Obviously. He knows what he's doing, and he <laughs> he took that phone and took it under control and took a picture, and uh, looks good. And we'll be posting that on the website uh, a little bit later on uh, this week. We got lots of stuff to post. I've got some. I've got some. Um, well, one of the cool things I did. So Tor Tora and Every Mother's Nightmare Mare, uh, were both there, right? Rick from Every Mother's Nightmare and Patrick and Anthony from Tor Tora. Right. And I had met both of those guys like probably 30 years ago um, when I worked at a record distributor and they were coming through uh, town and doing these little meet and greets at the record distributors. I had taken pictures um, with both those bands. Um, And so they were both promoting, well, Tor Tor was promoting Wild America, which was their second record. And Every Mother's Nightmare was was, uh, promoting their first album. So I got pictures with both those guys where we all look a whole lot different than we do these days. <laughs> 30 years has changed a lot. And uh, uh, so what I'm going to do is post the old picture and the new picture that I took with these guys um, at the expo, which I think will be cool. Hey, this is Anthony Corder with Tora Tora, and you're listening to Growing Up Rock Podcast.
Now, we both met Greg Mengus. That guy was really cool. Yep. Greg Mengus got a lot of cool stories. He's been on Decibel Geeks before. Um, but we're going to get him on Growing Up Rock. He's eager to do an episode of Growing Up Rock because I explained to him what our premise was and what we're all about, which is really digging deep into um, an artist and, and how they first get involved in music. So what was the first record they bought? How, you know, what changed for them to take a musical direction versus just, you know, listening to records in, in the the car, the the house, you know, we want to dig into uh, those stories and memories from these artists uh, that helped create the person they are today. So Greg's excited about that. We just got to line up a date and schedule uh, some time for him to do an episode with us here on Grown Up Rock. Yeah, and for those guys who don't know Greg Mangus, um, so Friday night, a band called Desolation Angels opened up the pre-party and it's a salute to Bad Company and they they make it known that it's not a Bad Company cover band, that is their take on the Bad Company songs. And on stage was Scott Van Zen, who was also there for the expo, who is a outstanding guitarist. Um, Joe Bass, who I actually never have seen before, but the guy was a great bass player. And Sandy Gennaro, who was playing drums and man, he was killing it. So when I met Greg, I'm like, okay, I'm going to just tell it like it is. You had three outstanding musicians up there. You're playing some classic bad company songs. And I was really worried that if the singer sucked, this is really going to suck bad. And Greg knocked it out of the park. That guy is an amazing singer. He does not suck. <laughs> he does not suck. No, as a matter of fact, nobody in that band sucked. I'm not the hugest Bad Company fan, but I, I like Bad Company. I mean, I don't hate them. And, and they did an awesome job, man. I mean, they nailed that shit. And, of course, you guys know Sandy and and um, uh, and Scott. Um, but Greg is, is unknown in that bunch. And then um, uh, Joe Bass. Uh, and, and let me ask you this. And... Help me out here, uh, Sonny, because I'm I'm unaware of. If your name is Joe Bass, then I'm guessing you probably should be pretty good at playing bass. Uh, my guess is he changed his last name, but yeah. What <laughs> What if his name is Joe Bass and he plays drums? I don't know. I guess you could play the bass drum. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. You're trying too hard. <laughs> yeah, probably. That'd be why I hurt myself earlier. Um, all right, so l l let's talk about one of the coolest guys I met there. And I just, you know, we keep saying the coolest guys. There were some really cool people. But Christopher Williams, who is the drummer for Accept, the new drummer for Accept, he brought Peter Chris's drum set as a kind of, you know, show and tell kind of thing. And he actually plays that drum set live. He has two. He purchased two of them. Um, and the guy, we interviewed him at Podcast Rock City. And that guy was the easiest guy to talk to. He would talk to anybody that wanted to talk to him. He got there 11 o'clock that day, and he didn't leave till 8.30 that night. No, and he got there at 11.30 and set up Peter Chris's drum set. So it's not yeah. like he had a roadie come in and set up the drum set. He, he hauled it in. He and unpacked he it. it yep. <laughs> Yeah, you just, and I, 
you and I both uh, spent time talking to him uh, um, aside from the uh, the interviews and just uh, sat around and shot the shit with him. And uh, yeah, he was super, super cool. And it was also interesting. So he wanted to come on Podcast Rock City and do a Sweet 16. So, you know, I, I pinged him on Facebook as a friend just to see if he would accept. He accepted. I'm like, okay, great. Hey, Christopher, we're going to interview you tomorrow. Not sure if you're a casual Kiss fan or a Kiss geek. So do you want to send me kind of the songs you like? And I'll set up the Sweet 16 for you. He sends me a message back. I am a total geek. Let me think through the songs and I'll send you like 20. He sends me basically all B-sides. He gets to the interview and he's quoting stuff from like the Dynasty rehearsals <laughs> that I've never heard. The guy is a super kiss geek. <laughs> and, and the drummer of Accept. Did you say the drummer of Accept accepted your Facebook? Yeah, request? that's what I said, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I did say that. Damn, you're cool. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed, but he was wearing a Peter Chris solo shirt, and then he was actually wearing the Peter Chris cross that was Peter I did that was the, on the shirt. Yep, yeah, I did the, notice I, Peter Chris cross. Total Kiski, coolest guy. Yeah, super cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the biggest celebrity I got to interview was Mark Slaughter, and uh, he interviewed with Podcast Rock City, and I got to ask him a bunch of questions. And you know, for basically probably being the biggest celebrity we had there that day um he was very accessible took pictures with everybody he interviewed with like two or three podcasts he was on stage for a little bit interviewing doing part of the panels um and just was not a prima donna whatsoever hi this actually is not mark slaughter and you're listening to the growing up rock podcast check it out awesome i didn't get a chance to meet him um because every time i was busy he wasn't busy and vice versa so i just i didn't get a opportunity to really talk to him at all which uh kind of bummed me out a little bit but yeah but really good guy um and i didn't get to talk to all the celebrities uh but uh you just you only have x amount of time too right yeah, I'll tell you uh, another set of folks or another podcast that I enjoy, and, and uh, they were super cool, as um, uh, Joey and Nola from Rock Strikes 10. Um, so I went on and did um, uh, just a song 
uh, a desert island song with uh, Joey and Nola and uh, they seem like really cool people and um, you know their whole thing is 10 songs no less no more no less 10 songs um, and so they just pick a theme and play 10 songs from that theme yeah and they were at the table right next to us but every time that I got a minute to maybe go over there they were so busy talking to other folks that I just never got to connect with them. Yeah, I got to them fairly early in the morning, so. Um, it was I saw a, you talk to Renoff for quite a while. Yeah, Greg called me over. You know what? That guy was super cool, too. Uh, yeah, okay, everybody's super cool. What, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I'm not going to say somebody's an asshole if they're not. But Greg Renoff was super cool. Of course, he wrote Van Halen Rising. Uh, which is an excellent book. I encourage people to go check that out. I'm not a big reader, but I like reading my rock books. And uh, that has a lot of information on it about the early days of Van Halen. So uh, if you're expecting like tour stories and stuff like that, then then that's not the book. This, this delves more into um, them as a backyard barbecue band and uh, just kind of how they basically became Van Halen from the earliest beginnings. So um, it's a really, really interesting book. But he he was super cool. He he talked to me about all kinds of stuff. And in fact, at one point uh, of the expo, I was across the room, and he he goes, "Hey man, come here, come here." Hey, he flags me over, and I'm like, "Hey, what's what's up?" And he goes. He goes, you got to listen to this guy's story. This guy has a rock and roll story to tell you. So he's soliciting people that have great stories to come on uh, Growing Up Rock to share their rock and roll stories. Uh, And in fact, the guy that he turned me on to is one of the guys that sent in a story that we're going to find a way to talk to because this guy has a cool story. Uh, So uh, thank you, Greg Renoff, for that hookup. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Did you talk to Greg at all? Uh, just a little bit uh, while you were there. Talked to him a little bit. Um, but uh, he was a busy guy. There's no doubt. Um, but it seemed, you know, he seemed like a really pleasant individual. Uh, the, you know, the Van Halen folks. Anybody who's in the Van Halen, I'm careful if I don't quite know them because I'm such a Van Hagar fan that I don't want to like. It's such a big debate. It's, you know, almost like the, the Donald Trump Hillary thing, almost, (laughs) it feels like that to me sometimes. So if I don't exactly know where they stand on the Van Hagar thing, I usually don't talk to them a ton until I do. Which is by the way, kind of stupid because I I know I feel the same way about that whole thing as I feel about Tommy and Eric being in kids. (laughs) It's like, okay, two different bands, both produced great music move along (laughs) but you know some of these guys get real passionate so i I just don't want you know i don't want anybody to feel bad music is passion but you know good music is good music and that's all i really care about so there you go i didn't talk to gary corbett did you get a chance to talk to him no i didn't talk to gary corbett at all uh he just he just was uh I just didn't have the chance. I mean, I was really busy in the afternoon. He was around all day. I did I did introduce myself to uh, Michael Wagner. Oh, and, that's cool. And, uh, you know, uh, I would have liked to have spent more time and talked to him more, but, um, you know, just didn't get a chance uh, to do it. So, um, you know, but that was cool. I enjoyed that. 
and then the Raven guys were there. I know they made a quick entrance and exit, right? Yep. Raven guys came in, signed autographs for a while. They hung out a little while. I mean, it wasn't too fast. I think they came in for probably, they are probably there 45 minutes or so. They were they were over there uh, while you and I were, was talking to Chris Williams a lot. Yeah, they were talking to the Talking Metal guys. Uh, the Talking Metal guys were uh, very, very pleasant. Uh, I met uh, both uh, Mark Striegel uh, and uh, um, I keep forgetting his name. John Astronomy. Astronomy. John Astronomy. Yeah, John Astronomy. John Astronomy and um, Mark's wife uh, Emily uh, Striegel. Um, yeah. So yeah, they were there. And I got to, you know, sit down with them a little bit and recorded a quick episode with them. But uh, John was very, very nice and uh, gave uh, gave me his number and said, "Hey, if you want, if you guys want to do a um, interview with me, just let me know." Did I give you his number? You did give me his number, okay. and uh, I plan on reaching out to him because he was really, really into the concept of growing up rock. Uh, he got it. He understood it. And uh, for for those of you that have no idea in the world of who John Astronomy is. John is Ace Fraley's tour manager. Uh, so John probably has a good story to tell, I would think. That guy's got a memory too because so we're sitting there and we're talking about Ace, you know, just kind of shooting uh, just shooting the breeze there and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, so I saw Ace with Y&T and uh, White Lion and, uh, uh, you know, Ace was the headliner, and he played great that night. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. Ace opened for Y&T that day. It was at the Kaiser Auditorium. I'm like, man, you got a memory. <laughs> that was 1987. It's a tour manager's job to know. <laughs> yeah. No has, he, has he been Ace's tour manager that long? I guess so. I uh, mean, if he knows 87, I'm assuming so. Cool. Yeah, I've, I'll. Uh, that's another person. I mean, a lot came out of this expo where where there are people that we want to for sure line up. It's just a matter of lining them up, um, reaching out to them, setting up a a time and a date that works for for everybody, and um, and getting it done. So we'll be working on that over the course of the next several weeks, I think. So all in all, I thought it was a great time. Yeah, I mean, I had I had a blast. Like I said, there there are people. I think my only regret really were was there were there were some people that I just didn't have time to um, really get to know, and I would have liked to. Um, one of you know, um, another person you know, and I'm 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 worried that I'm gonna forget forget somebody that I met that I thought was really cool and had interaction with, but. Uh, somebody that I left out that uh, he and I shared uh, some pictures back and forth and uh, 
Um, he he's super cool is uh, Joe Royland uh, from Sit and Spin. Um, also very cool. Yeah, and I haven't heard his podcast at all, but I'm gonna I'm gonna subscribe to it today because when I read his um, the description of what it is. I'm like, oh, that's very much kind of like the hustle a little bit, but mm-hmm. a little bit different spin. Yep. Um, so that that could be very interesting. And he, de- I think he does the same thing as the Ages of Rock guys, where I think he does like a, a YouTube video of his podcast. Oh, okay. You know, but but you can listen to it obviously as a podcast. You don't have to watch the YouTube thing, but I'm pretty sure that he does a, um, a video recording of his podcast. That's cool. Yeah, I got to check that one out. So who'd we miss? Who'd we not talk about? Um, well, there's a, God, there's a list list of people. Uh, Todd Poole from Roxy Blue, uh, mm. Toddzilla, Chadley the photographer, Kevin Beamish the producer. Kevin Beamish wasn't there, was he? I think he was. I think he was. Because I, I think uh, he, Ages of Rock interviewed him. Kevin Beamish, I don't think was here, was there. And here's why I'm saying that because he was supposed to be part of the producer panel and he was not the only two people on the producer panel was, uh, was Michael and, uh, Toby. Yeah. See, and I think, and I don't know if he was there for the producer panel, but I remember a guy that looked like him that had the blonde hair that was wearing a YNT like bowling shirt. And there's not that many YNT fans out there. I'm just being honest. And I'm like, man, that must be Kevin Beamish. And then I, I thought I saw him behind the Ages of Rock uh, table, but uh, I'm not positive now. Yeah. Um, so what about some podcasts maybe that weren't there that you listened to? Is there any podcasts that you enjoy um, that uh, weren't part of that? Yeah, the folks that uh, like Rock and Talk with Mitch LaFon, I really enjoy Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Um and the Rock Talk, uh, he's actually ventured out to folks like Richard Marks and Mike Rutherford and Adam Mitchell. Like he's getting out a little bit farther than the Hard Rock, uh, and he has some great interviews. Um, I really like Dean Del Rey. I, you you turned me on to Dean Del Rey. Yeah, I haven't listened to a ton of it, but the stuff I've listened to, I enjoyed. Yeah, he's got uh, the three I enjoyed so far. He's got a Nikki Six one, a, My, uh, a Mike Inez one, and a, a Steve Stevens one. And he's got a Y&T one that's like three hours I haven't listened to yet. Wow. Um, but uh, those are those are two podcasts I enjoy that weren't present. But, uh, you know, not everybody can make this thing either. I mean, it's in Nashville. <laughs> so I'll play for you. Uh, well, I won't play it for you. I'll, let me rephrase that. So, um Saturday night, um, I had the opportunity to sit down and have dinner with um, Aaron Camaro and his wife. Uh, so my wife and I uh, sat down and had dinner with uh, Aaron and his wife. And um, he turned me on to this podcast that he likes a lot. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot because it sounds interesting, called The Dollop. Are you familiar with this podcast? No, the only dollop thing I know is about sour cream. That's no, it. Not a dollop of Daisy. <laughs> oh, you may, know the sour cream too. May, yeah, of course, man. <laughs> Maybe spelled the same, D-O-L-L-O-P. But I listened to this episode, so this is an extremely interesting podcast. So basically these dudes, and they're comedians, I think. Um, so the two comedians, 
they find an interesting historical topic, something that happened in history, not something really, really huge, but something different that happened in history, and they cover it. (laughs) And so it's always something different. Um, It's really, really informative, really interesting, and really funny all at the same time. I would encourage you to check that podcast out. Just, you know, go listen to one episode. Pick something. It doesn't matter because all the stuff they talk, the uh, historical things that they talk about are just, you know, it's it's off-the-wall stuff. It's not like, uh, um, you know, George Washington chopping down the cherry tree or something like that. It's just different things. Um, but uh, I enjoyed it. That's one of of the new podcasts that that Camaro turned me on to that uh, I listened to one episode and was hooked. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll check that one out. I haven't haven't checked out Drunken Lullabies yet either. I got to check that one out. Um, Talk to me. I listened to Talk to me a lot. Did you uh, meet Josh? Josh was a cool guy. You know, I really didn't have a whole lot of interaction with Josh or his wife. Um, I don't know why. Um, It just never happened. I saw him around, um, and I'm sure that we probably said hey to each other, but didn't have the opportunity really to sit down and talk to Josh. And and I listened to his podcast. I listened to, to Talk to Me. Yeah, he was doing actually something live because a classic metal show podcast was having a radio show. They have a radio show on Saturday nights, and he was actually on their live show from Nashville Rockin' Pod that night. Okay. And I listened to the episode today, and it came up pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, that's the other thing. Did you did you have much interaction with Michael Butler? I, I went up and met him uh, because he's a San Francisco guy. Uh-huh. Uh, so just wanted to introduce myself and uh, just tell him that I'm a fan. And, uh, you know, I just got into him. And, uh, you know, he does show reviews. He does interviews. Uh, he does track-by-track reviews. I just heard the Biters one a little while ago. Um, and then he does this August Dog Days of Podcasting where he does a podcast every day in August. So he does 31 days in a row. That's got to be tiring. Man. Yeah. He's busting out 10 minute episodes, 20 minute episodes. I, I noticed that. I mean, yeah. for the most part, he's, that's what he's doing. He's doing like 10 minutes here, or 20 minutes there. He's, he's releasing a bunch of content, which is cool. He looked like he had bodyguards with him. Did you see that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if the bodyguard was like, watching the kiss coffin because there was a kiss coffin there that you weren't allowed to touch right um which courtney was trying to figure out how to maybe get in there and take some pictures i think um i was trying to figure out the same thing to freak my wife out um but uh yeah you couldn't touch it uh but uh yeah he was hanging around some pretty big dudes i'm like man did he bring bodyguards yeah i wasn't sure i don't know i met him briefly i mean um he would have been uh fun to sit, be able to sit down and talk to but like I said, it's such a quick weekend, just not enough time, you know we got, everybody got there Friday night and some people didn't even get there till late Friday night and didn't even make the pre-party but you know, people got in late Friday night and you hung out a little bit at dinner or went to the party where you couldn't really talk because there were you know, the bands were playing, it was loud and then uh, Saturday came and it was nonstop Saturday, pretty much from start to finish. So, 
Yeah, and then all the other podcasts I listen to are really either sports or there's a there's one called Thrashbacks, which is a local one in Northern California. A friends of mine, Pot of Thunder, wasn't there. They review Kiss songs, which is, they review Kiss songs very interestingly. If you've never heard Pot of Thunder, they'll play like let's say Secretly Secretly Cruel by Gene Simmons off Asylum, and they'll play like two seconds and then talk about the two seconds they just heard. Then they'll play like five seconds and talk about oh, did you notice that you know Bruce started doing this where Gene started doing this. And then they'll stop at a certain lyric. So they like go through the song and it takes them like an hour to go through like a three minute song. I listened to one episode and I enjoyed it, but I don't know if I can get with that. <laughs> I just think it's interesting. Yeah. Well, um, in your defense, you think anything with the word kiss attached to it's interesting though. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's, you know, I listen to Richard Marks and some other stuff, but, uh, all from the rock ones, those are mainly what I listen to. Yeah. Yeah. All in all a good weekend, man. Lots of, uh, new friends that were made and, uh, lots of new discoveries and, um, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully they continue this thing and find a way to do it again, uh, next year. And it, grows i would love to see being on the ground floor of something like this that becomes you know like huge that would be cool chris was on uh the classic metal show when um josh called in and he was pretty adamant that it was a success and we were definitely going to do it in 2018 um you know and i thought chris did a good job and chris if you're listening man uh, everything that you did i appreciate all the work you put into it Share some of the pain next year and see if uh, we can get some of our friends to help you out. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't want to put you under all that pressure again. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. There's got to be uh, some of us that can uh, pick up the slack a little bit and help out, even if we're not in the city. And you know, uh, who knows uh, what's going to happen next year? I know there's been talks of other places and things like that. So we'll see. We will but no, see. really, really good time. Yep. Really good time. All in all, good time. Good music, good friends, good times. Well, cool. So I'm going to release this episode um, tomorrow. I'm going to clean it up and get it out there tomorrow. And then Thursday we will release the uh, three-part interviews that uh, came out of Rock and Pod. Uh, and then, guess what, Sonny, since it's such a extended weekend this weekend coming up, because I feel like I'm a nice guy, I'm going to release a bonus episode um, of uh, you and I on Friday, just so these folks have a little something extra to listen to on this extended Labor Day weekend. What do you think about that, buddy? I think it's great, and I will tell the fans, send all your hate mail to Stephen Michael on his Facebook page. <laughs> Why? Because I'm releasing Kiss Scav Love? Yeah. Because <laughs> I got a feeling some of the some of the fans may not agree with uh, what we have to say about Tommy and Eric. Dude, they can agree to disagree. I don't care. Bring it. <laughs> That's Sonny Pooney at <laughs> Podcast Rock City, the number one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll hear about it on the on the Podcast City Rock page too. <laughs> You'll be ousted the ousted from the Kiss Army. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't care. Your opinion was almost on line with mine. <laughs> hey, look, don't be scared of it. We play we play lots of cool music. And so Yeah, that's true. So there you go. At least kick back and enjoy the music for which we play. But yeah, little kiss scab love episode coming your way on Friday going into the extended weekend. Uh, and then we'll try to get back on more of a regular schedule of releasing every Monday. But, of course, I say that, but Tuesday I'll release the next episode after that because Monday is Labor Day. So, there you go. Going, that's going to do it for this episode of Growing Up Rock. Growing Up Rock and Pod Expo is what this episode should be called. What do you think? I love it. Let's do that. All right. Cool. You got anything else to leave with these fine people? No, I just wanted to thank you for all the support. Um, we get new listeners all the time. I uh, would love to hear your stories. Uh, we heard a ton of stories this weekend and, uh, um, you know, like to get like a backlog of stories. So we have tons of content for the upcoming weeks. Um, so please go to the um, website and share your story. Yeah, for sure. And let's let's let Samantha tell it like it is so that uh, we don't have to. That way we don't jumble our words. Uh, Samantha, tell these fine people uh, a little bit of information on our lovely podcast. Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K.com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. There you go. You heard it from her. You heard it from Sonny. Uh, please, please, please follow us on Twitter. Uh, go like our Facebook page and by all means, go to the website. There's some cool content on the website and, uh, leave us your story or just leave us a comment and tell us we suck. I mean, that'd be fine. At least we can get better off of that, but not hearing anything but crickets. That doesn't help anybody. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, come on. If I'm lying. I'm dying. My friend. <laughs> all right. Well, that's, that's sunny. Should we rock, roll, rock and roll and shuffle and roll and rattle and hum and do whatever it is that we do at the end of every episode? Yeah, you mentioned like three different bands and songs. So, yeah, that's cool. I think it's your turn. All right, let me pull out my phone. Let's see what we got today. And music and artist. And wait a minute songs that's what i need there we go shuffle shuffle let's let's close this thing out until literally tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> this is steven michael and this is sunny poony later later get ready to shuffle rattle and roll play us out boys
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 